You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is your most humble host, Michael McIntyre, the Next Level Podcast. And baby, we are going double next level today. <laughs> we have got, we've got a superstar on here, and I am honored and just really excited about this. I've been waiting for this for about four months, and finally the day has arrived. We are honored to have the senior pastor, co-founder, uh, or founder of uh, Storehouse Church here in Dallas, Texas, slash Farmers Branch, <laughs> an amazing leader, woman, and uh, a godly woman at that, and that's Miss Tracy Eckert. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you, Michael. So happy to be here. Had to have some rocket fuel. I got some extra coffee just because, you know, I need to keep up with you. <laughs> I don't know, sister. I tell you, you know, uh, when I first, uh, when you first came into our orbit or I came into your orbit, I got thinking, man, we are so much alike, you know? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I was telling Stacy, I said, you know, Stacy and I, or uh, Tracy and I are just so much alike. And then you and John, Tracy's husband are so much alike. It's just really cool. And uh, yeah. And so, I really, I've got so many questions and I just want to let our listeners know that you are a big deal in his kingdom. And I know that you're, what, one of the things that really attracted me to you is that we've kind of had the similar path uh, in getting to Jesus and giving our life to Jesus. You know, you're in the uh, business world, the marketplace as I was, you were very successful uh, as I was. And then, then we had a major and you had a major transformation, a metamorphosis, if you will. You came, you, you just went from one extreme uh, of, of the world, so to speak, out here to another one, which is really amazing the way God uses you in his kingdom and, and what you've built and how you're doing it. So I want you to tell our listeners a little bit of background about Tracy Eckert and your, your past in, in the world and also kind of how you got into where you're at today, because I think it's an amazing, fascinating uh, journey. Well, okay. Um, that's, it's, it is, it's crazy. It's a crazy journey and it's not common. Um, so um, I was in the marketplace. Um, I've had built several multi-million dollar companies in my life. Um, and at the time that I was, uh, that I encountered Jesus, I was in the middle of a of building a company um, that made Happy Meal toys. And so it was really interesting. They used to call me the queen of crap. And so I would, <laughs> we would make like um, 40 million toys a month and it was pretty intense. Um, and so we made a, more toys uh, than Mattel did in a year. So it was, again, it was intense. However, my toys only had to have a four minute play value and they ended up under America's car seats. So you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, you know, going gangbusters, making the money, living the life, wearing black, you know, um, hanging out in D Magazine. That's, you know, like the Dallas Magazine with the who's who, living in the most um, affluent part of the city. And, um, and um, John and I have... Um, 
six kids between the two of us at the time, all of them teenagers. So um, I ended up moving my office back to my house and I had this crazy housekeeper that used to, I didn't know her very well. Um, actually, she wasn't a very good housekeeper, but she used to go around and put anointing oil all over my house that at the time I was thinking, I have no idea what that is. I just saw these long drips of oil everywhere. <laughs> and I thought it was pledge. You know, I thought, well, she should probably wipe that off. But anyway, she had a tambourine. She was speaking in tongues. And I'm just like, this has, I, what? Why don't you just make a bed, you know? Um, but really, she was, she was preparing kind of the spiritual environment for me. And um, so she had been my maid for about, um, our maid, uh, for about six months. And, uh, and one day I was getting ready for work. And I heard the external audible voice of the Lord. Um, and he said, rebuild my temple. Now, let me just preface this with, I have absolutely no grid for this. I am, I am beyond lukewarm. I'm not, I think I'm a Christian because I'm an American and I like Christmas. I mean, that just kind of sums it up, <laughs> right? I, I'm thinking I'll pick that holiday because that has a tree and we have festivities around it and, or I'll pick that God because he has that holiday. And so, um, never really went to church. And the only time we did go to church is for any kind of behavior management for my kids. You know, right. um, we were always late. We knew nobody at church. I'd never read the Bible. I knew about the 10 commandments. I didn't know the 10 commandments, but I'd seen that movie with Charlton Heston mm -hmm. years before. So that was kind of my grid. And so it, it changed everything in our life. I went into three weeks of open revelation where I was seeing angels and demons and I was it with my open eyes. Um, and I was um, going into trances and uh, which I know now are trances. It's like everything would disappear and I would see movies. And again, I'm not even a believer at this point. So I'm <laughs> like crazy. It's beyond crazy. And <laughs> But the thing that happened to me in this is, is, first of all, I knew it was the voice of my father. I knew it was home. It was like calling me home. And I got this huge hunger for the word. Like all of a sudden, I didn't, I would, the, the vice president of Disney, I'm supposed to be on the phone with him on a conference call. And I missed it because I'm reading the word. And I'm like, I don't have time for him. So, so it's like, I, I kind of, as my, as my kids said, she went from zero to shofar overnight. And I'm not kidding you. Like, like a fire got lit in me and it was game on from that point. It's amazing. That's all, I, I yeah. love that. And, you know, I had a similar experience, but it was, but, but I love that transformation. It's, you know, because it's such a, it's, it's a radical shift. Right. I mean, like your, your kids say you went from zero to shofar overnight, which I think is really cool. And I love the radical shift. All right. Let me ask you this, because I do know you and I've had the privilege of, of working with you and, and becoming a friend of yours the last four months. Tell me, tell me this. What is what tell our listeners, what is your biggest inspiration, Tracy? Oh, man. Besides for the presence of the Lord. um, you know, uh, my biggest inspiration is honestly the word. And I mean, I don't mean to be religious, but you know, there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of movies out there. There's a lot of content available out there, but truly I, I read the word and I weep over the word. And it's almost like the, the Lord opens the word up 
and it's like he opens his heart up to me and I get, I get to know the mysteries and of heaven and it fuels me and it keeps me, it keeps me burning. And if I ever get away from the word or I'll go a couple of days without actually being in the word, I can feel it. You know, I can kind of feel my, my fire come down. I mean, I'm fire anyway. I'm made this way. I'm made to, to, to take everything that life has for me, this side of heaven. And what I mean by that is, is I want it all. I want a hundred percent return for what Jesus paid for at the cross. And so that has to do with everything that has to do with my, my mental, my emotional, my physical, my relational, um, my financial, I mean, everything I'm, I'm taking it all to a hundredfold return. So good. I love that. I'm, I, and I stay hungry. I stay hungry because of the word and because of his presence. Amen. You know, and I've had the privilege of running with you for the last four months, uh, basically since November and uh, maybe five months now. And so, uh, but I noticed I've watched you at storehouse. I've watched you in meetings, uh, you know, and I've watched you in, in various situations. And one of the things that stands out for me is that you're such an amazing leader. And you've got a natural charisma. When you walk in the room, people notice you, not only your physical appearance, but it, but your presence in the Lord and and what you bring. And it's and it's what I love that you show up as. It's not about it's about to go, it's not about, hey, look at me. It's about, hey, look at him. And so when did when did you know? Because I know this is a a, a a superpower that God's given you. Uh, when was the first time that you learned that you had amazing leadership skills? You know, I, I think when I, when I noticed um, that people were, they were starting to say something to me. Now, I've always had leader. Okay, let's, let's go back. When I was younger, and, and I used to always build forts, and, um, and I was the president of the fort. And so I was, I was the president of every club that I ever, so it was always in me to be yeah. the president or CEO. And I always had an image of myself growing up and I could see myself wearing suits. And I know that sounds weird, but you know, women are that way. I am what I wear, you know? <laughs> so, so what am I wearing? And that kind of constituted for me who I was going to be. And I knew I was going to be in the marketplace. I knew I was going to be in business and I knew I was going to be a leader in business. And so I started noticing, I think because of the confidence that I had or the foresight that I had and the, and the way that I saw the world, like I, the, the gifts of God are irrevocable. So I, I was always a seer. I could always read situations and be able to um, navigate well um, those situations. And I think that that created, and I've always been loud and I've always been um, fun like fun is a fun is a very important thing for my life. You know, Jesus was more joyful than all of his companions. And I, you know, I'm like, why do it if we're not laughing and having fun? You know, let's not take ourselves too seriously. So I was always the party girl. And whenever I would throw a party, I'm telling you, everybody would show up. You know, I mean, it was, I bet so they I, did. <laughs> somebody told me one time, they said, you have a, you have a gift of gathering on you. And it's not really a gift, like a spiritual gift in the Bible, but, but wherever I would go, people would follow. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I noticed a lot of that. Yeah. So, so how old were you when you were president of the fort? 
I love the well, fort and the fort. I know. I, it was it was a fort everywhere I went. I would go out in the woods. Hammer nail would build a fort. Um, I was that really started when I was about nine years old. That's awesome. And then I would, and then I started playing this game called Tripoli, and I would invite all of the neighborhood kids over to my house, and they'd have to bring money. <laughs> and um, and so I was kind of the the head, and I was in charge of everything. And I would literally gamble them out of their money. I would take <laughs> all of their money, and this was weekly. My grandmother came into town, and she was mortified. She was like, "Stop!" <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right, so uh, that's really cool. I I I just think that leadership that God's blessed you with is just you know you, and and you you operate in this constantly at storehouse and what you show up there at, at your church, which is cool. Cool. And I want to get into that more in a second. So, the, but I got a question here, Stacy, I asked my wife, Stacy, I said, come on, give me some good questions for Tracy. And so she gave me some of these and, and which is great. And so this one here is from Stacy too. Does God show you the next step? Uh, or is it a big picture? Uh, both. Um, God shows me first the big picture. So, so I have a lot of dreams and here's how I live my life in the spirit. I, I listen and I look for what God is doing and what God is saying. And a lot of times he'll speak to me in dreams. In fact, primarily he'll talk to me in dreams. And so I, I, I catalog all of my dreams. I have, I have 20 years of dreams that have been cataloged. Seriously, as tall as I am, is how many books I have of dreams. I date them, I title them, and I interpret them, and I keep them. We're supposed to keep the word, which means we're supposed to uh, be a good steward of God's word. I'm a good steward of God's word. Well, you can't see this, but I'm a good steward of God's logos word, but I'm also a good steward of God's rhema word. So his rhema word to me is valuable because it's how I follow the Holy Spirit. So he begins to talk to me about the big overarching picture. And then he speaks to me also about, um, about the direction and which way to go. And so I just sit with him and he'll, and I'm like, okay, what's next? How do you want to do this? And I'm very specific with how I ask him questions. I don't ask him these broad questions. I know the broad strokes because he's already revealed it to me. Now I go into the details. How do you want to do this? And he'll start giving me um, dreams about the details of what he wants me to do. Or he will, um, he'll lead me in his word. Or he'll speak to me in his, with his voice. And he'll actually take me back to dreams I had like 15 years ago. And he'll show me because there's here's here's what pe most people don't understand about dreams. When you write your dreams down, they may not make much sense to you, but if you'll be faithful in it, what's ha what will happen is you'll actually through the 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 timing of your life you'll run into that dream, and there will be markers in that dream that'll show you this is that which I spoke of, and so you can see oh. This is the dream that I had 15 years ago. So if there's a marker in that dream, then you know that what's about to happen next is about to come to pass. And so that's how I kind of, that's how I kind of navigate. And so I don't do a whole, I don't move on stuff and I don't really go the direction other than if the Lord has spoken it to me or he's shown it to me in a dream. 
So cool. I, you know, it's so cool. It, it is. I mean, it's, I, I remember uh, I would have a couple of dreams and I would call you <laughs> and you would interpret these things. And it was completely different than what I thought it was. And you've got that gift of interpretation, too. So I, I just think it's really amazing. And 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 I know that, you know, I know uh, we were talking about dreams that you had, you know, years ago that concerned my family and stuff, which is really cool before we even met. So uh, it's just it's amazing what God blesses you with. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, what's what do you feel is the most important gift of the Holy Spirit for you? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, well, I you know I think um, probably five years ago I would have said prophecy, um, and the reason why is that Jesus died for the prophetic. If you think about it, yes, He died for us to have eternal life. But our eternal life starts the minute that we are born again and baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay. But he says in Acts about Acts 2, when the Holy Spirit came down, it was so that your sons and daughters can prophesy, meaning they can hear from heaven, access heaven, and that and then through the power of the spoken word and prophecy, they can transform the earth. And so the power that Jesus had when he walked on the earth and when he spoke, because Jesus was the word of God that was in the beginning. So Jesus, every time he spoke, he was prophesying. He was, the, the kingdom of heaven would come down through his words and his words would transform every single thing. It would heal the sick, it would cast out demons. And so um, bringing the prophetic is very important, but so that's, that would have been my number one because I value it so highly and I esteem it so highly because it's transformative. But today, I would have to say that the, 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 the highest and most important gift is love. In 1 Corinthians 13, he says, look, even though you prophesy, even though you have a gift of faith, even though you have a gift of prophecy, if you do not have love, mm. then you're nothing but a clanging symbol. And, and that's wow. what I found that, that exists in the prophetic. In, in, you know, and so we have it until we really learn to love until we give a prophetic word through love and we become one with love, then what we're doing is a lot of times um, we're hurting ourselves. And it says in um, Matthew seven, that, um, that even though you prophesied in my name away from me, for I never knew you, meaning you don't really know God. What is God? God is love. And so we really have to become, uh, uh, we have to come into union with love. And, and we have to prophesy out of that heart of love. And so, and then I would say, um, so I would say number one is love. Number two is prophecy. And number three is faith. Because as we, as we prophesy in love, it gives us faith to begin to walk it out. And, um, and I, you know, I want it said about my life and, and everybody in storehouse, I want it said this, that we would um, be justified by our faith, just like Abraham. Amen. So good. Amen. Amen. I love it. <laughs> so, you know, when, when we met and, and I'll let our listeners know the reason we're here talking right now is because of zoom, because what happened was during that uh, pandemic, the first few months, I mean, back when everything was shut down, I think it was like in April uh, of 2020, Stacy, who is my amazing wife that finds everything that's cool. Uh, she saw you on YouTube. 
and on your on your and because you were preaching from your home and uh, because all the churches were closed. And so Stacy's watching you, and I'm I'm thinking, wow, who is that? And come to find out, I know I know your I know some of your kids, and and uh, through my experience and so forth, and so. I remember saying, you know, once this pandemic's done or these churches open, I want to go check this out. And I did. And so I think God just brought that together really cool. But one of the things that I found that's really amazing about Storehouse, about about you and John and what you guys have built there is the authenticity and the transparency. You know, um, I've worked with some other churches before, and I've, I think that that really attracted me to Storehouse was the fact that you guys are, it's not about you. And you guys, you guys share the platform, you share the stage, and you give 100% glory to him. And you humble yourself in such a way that's really, it's really amazing. And that's why you guys are growing. So my question here, Tracy, for you is, I know the church, the church, as in the whole church, uh, his church, it's going through some transformational issues right now. And what, what do you think is the biggest transformation for the church? And is it good? Is it, is it not good? And what do you see the future of the church as you are, you know, the leader of storehouse church? Wow. That's a really good question. Um, I'll have to go back to a dream that the Lord gave me when coronavirus first started, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? This is crazy. And this was back in the beginning of April that I had this dream or the end of March of 2020, right after it was like we were two weeks in, you know, and we're all like <laughs> boarded up in our houses. Right. And I'm like, what? You know, the blood of Jesus, you know, I'm going to get out there and, you know, skirt <laughs> things up. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, I asked the Lord about it and he gave me a dream. And in the dream, he, he said to me, I heard the audible voice of the Lord. And he said, I'm not calling this coronavirus. I'm calling this the homecoming. And, and so, uh, I think what I see the Lord doing right now in the church is he's calling us back to our first love. Um, revelation two, he's calling us back to our first love and he's saying, come home to the heart of of the father. And he's, he's taking us out of an organizational structure and back into a family structure, something that's very organic, but it's, but it's really where moms and dads, where the, the, the hearts of the children are being turned to the fathers and the fathers to the children. And so I think the value of having a church that's structured like a family is becoming very attractive and people are seeing the value of relationship over the value of like what's cool and and organizational and so it's going it's it's the lord is taking them even from a peer-based experience into a family-based experience where they go you know what i really do need moms and dads in my life i really do need people who are fruitful and I need a covering of a father. And so when you have, uh, when you have, and, and when the Lord told John and I, he said, um, years ago, he said, what do you guys want to be? And we knew we were a house of prayer. We knew we want, you know, that we were going to open a church and it wasn't, so it wasn't about that. It wasn't about structure. What is the heart behind what you want to be? And we prayed about it. And we said, um, the only thing we know how to be is family. And so Lord, we want to be a family. 
And so when you come into these, these churches that have structured themselves like a family, so when people come near, they can feel that. Mm. And it's not necessarily because, you know, pastors are busy. They're busy people. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. But, so, it's, so it's something that you carry. It's not, it's, it's not always what you do. It's something you carry. It's actually an anointing and a mantle of a father and a mother to, to uh, bring the children and return them back to the father and the son. That's good. And, I, and get them connected like that. So that's probably the biggest thing that I see. The biggest shift that I see is, is value. Like, where do I really want to be? And they want to be in relationship. They want to be connected in relationship more uh, with a mom and a dad than they do um, with an organization. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> one other thing. <clears throat> they want truth. Yeah. They don't Amen. want, they want the church to acknowledge what's happening in the world. And they want the prophetic to be able to speak to it and the sword of the Lord to come and to separate uh, and bring the plumb line into the deception that's happening in the culture right now. And that's one of the things that we do at Storehouse, primarily because my, my number one gift is that of the prophet. And I can't tolerate any kind of nonsense. You, you don't tell okay. me something that's not true because I'll step right into the middle of that and I will blow that up with the word of God and I will bring a clear word so that God's people can be safe, they can run, and they know they can come up under a covering of, 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 of truth. And that's really, the truth will set you free. Not grace, not love. I love grace. I love love. But right now, man, we've got to be speaking the truth to some of these things. And, um, and Amen. Boldly, Amen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I, and I, you, know, I, I, you know, I've seen you. I've watched you preach now solidly every week and, and, and just what goes on there at Storehouse and the guests that you brought in. I know you, you know, you brought in some amazing people, Yaku and Peter Lewis and some other great people. And you got Wade Aaron coming in, which I'm excited about that. And, and it's just, I love watching you guys come in and just, and, and, and tackle the hard stuff and not afraid of the hard stuff. And also just bringing in it through worship. And I think one of the things that, I love about storehouse is the worship and how it's really growing and, and it's manifesting in a way that the Holy spirit really, really breathes on that. And to experience that, it's just so cool. And so one of the things too, and I want our listeners to know, I know, I know we got people all, you know, we're big time right now in Australia. Hey, Aussie, <laughs> uh, I got, I got notified from my, my producer that we are like, we, we ranked a hundred. Barbie. Yes, we ranked like in the top hundred over in Australia. So shout out to Australia and, and uh, yeah, we love the Aussies. And so, but uh, what one of the things that is really cool for everybody that's listening to this, no matter where you're at, you can go online and watch now the worship. Yeah, and uh, you can also watch the yep. word. So it's at storehouse dot com. Is that right, Tracy? Storehouse dot org. Storehousedallas.com. Da storehouse you can also follow us on social media, Storehouse Dallas. Uh, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So, and, and we'll have some of this in our show notes too, but I just want to give that shout out because I think it's real important that people, that's how we found you is, is watching you online. And uh, now you can watch it anywhere, the service, the worship, the whole, the whole enchilada. 
and uh, go online and check it out no matter where you're at. And if you're in Dallas, if you're in North Texas, if you want to come here, we've got people right now. I know you've got people that are moving to Dallas, selling their home, moving to Dallas to hang out with you, Tracy. And to I know, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I love that. I mean, it's so cool. All right, so I, I, this has been a big year for you. And I want to kind of just go a little bit down here because right when I came over to Storehouse and started worshiping over there, you had said that you guys have been praying about a TV show and all of a sudden Sid Roth calls you and gives you this amazing TV show and also does this really cool interview, which was really amazing. If you haven't seen it, you guys gonna need to check out Sid Roth with Tracy Eckert. But, and then you've got this book that came out, which is amazing. And you've got another book that comes out. You've got things happening. Uh, so tell us, the, tell us all what's going on here with Sid Roth, with your book, because I think it's really important that people get to connect you in this way as well. Uh, well, the book is called God's End Time Temple. Um, and again, years ago when he said, rebuild my temple, you know, audible voice of the Lord, you need to pay attention. And, um, and so for the last 20 years, he has, he has, uh, sewn together this tapestry of, of really all of what he wanted to say to this generation right now today. And so if you're a little confused over everything that's happening, um, it's in my book. And so there's three parts to this book. Um, the first is the prophetic. Over the last 20 years, there are signs in the heavens and on the earth. Um, the way that he has spoken is so clear to this generation because what, here's what God does. God loves us and he doesn't want us to be confused. So when the shaking starts happening, he has already prepared prophets with a word for this shaking. And so he downloaded all of that to me over the last, I, I, I was faithful in writing everything down that he said. And, um, and so that's in there. Um, there's a historical, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, and then there's, it's very revelatory. And then it's very practical how to apply all of that to your life today. Cause God's raising up an army and he's not raising up an army. That's going to get mowed over by these, all this nonsense that the Kings of the earth are trying to, um, do to us. And so we're going to be prepared. We are, this is our greatest hour. Read the book. You'll be very encouraged about all that God has prepared for our generation. Um, and so, yeah, Sid Roth, it, that was a fun interview. Sid's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I was shocked when he said, so it was a prophetic word that we'd gotten about being, having a TV show. And we're like, okay, what? Are, I don't know. Um, so then he said, hey, has anybody ever told you that you would have your own TV show? Oh, Sid is pretty, he's with it, man. Yeah. He's very prophetic. So he gave me uh, my own TV show. We called it Kingdom Life. And I had the privilege of interviewing a lot of people. We shot 15 hours in two days. It was incredible. Um, and then I'm, I'm now writing a book. I got a download from the Lord about, um, about an open door um, that's available for the body of Christ. It's, it is an urgent word to the body of Christ. I'm actually going to be preaching on it this Sunday. Um, and then um, you, so you can, you can see that or you can get the book. I'm going to um, hopefully Destiny Image will publish it for me. So I'm sure they will. They're going to try to get it out right away. Yeah. I'm sure, I see them on the front row of your church on Sunday sometimes. So I think yeah. they will. <laughs> yeah. I love Larry. Larry Sparks, man. He's an amazing man. Yeah. So good. So, all right. And then you had an interview with Sean and uh, Sean Bowles recently too. Yep. So things yep. are really moving in. And yep. Rise TV. Yes. Mm -hmm. so why, why do you think all this is all happening here in the last you know, 18 months? Uh, 
You know, I think God is, um, there's been a lot of people like David that have been in the cave. Mm. And I think in that cave, and, and he's been speaking to us, and we are, uh, we are unseen prophets. And he's, he's bringing us now out and getting us a platform um, to really begin to release words that he's been speaking to us. And I, and I, so I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not new at this, but yet all of a sudden I am, you know, like the light of the Lord and I've just kind of stepped into his timing. And I think a lot of it has to do with the book. And I think that that was, you know, again, I carried it for 20 years and, and I was, you know, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to be an author. No, you know, I was like, I don't want to write a book. <laughs> Who has time for that? I have seven kids and 13 grandkids, you know? I mean, my husband has a business. I mean, come on. I know. But, you know, just again, being faithful to doing what God, and so I want to encourage all of the, the prophets out there who have been in the secret place with the Lord, get ready because God is putting rocket fuel in your rocket right now, and he is about to launch you. So step out, do what he tells you to do, and follow him, and then he'll take care of the rest. So good. So Tracy, yeah. I ask all of my big shots interviews like you, the big, the big deals. Okay. Two okay. questions. Okay. Two questions. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Number one, what, what, what books are you reading currently? Anything interesting? And number two, uh, what scripture are you sitting on right now? Well, I've just recently read the blessed life with, um, Robert Morris Morris. Yeah. With gateway church. Yeah. Great book amazing book very revelatory i was i was so pleasantly surprised um so that's really my latest book that i've read and um really about giving and sowing mm -hmm. um and i think it's really important for the body of christ right now because if you want to tap into supernatural wealth that's the way to do it so uh -huh. i love the whole idea of sowing and reaping um and what am i watching what's your what's your scripture oh what scripture man. are you doing right now uh, right now I'm sitting on revelation four one mm. that the door is open. Come up here. There are things that I must tell you. Wow. I'm telling you right now, God is, is echoing that in my spirit. And there is a clarion call to the body of Christ right now, right now, the door is open and he's saying, uh, you need to come in here because this is going to be your safe place That's in the really, days to come. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. So it's, it's not a, it's not a, um, have to it's a get to come on sister i love it hey That's all right LA. <laughs> so uh on storehouse it's in dallas north dallas farmer's branch uh what so you guys are open on sunday and right now it's at 10 30 a.m yes yes it is and i would love for and but um on and the first of may we're going to be changing it to 10 a.m um just because we want to be um we want to be um courteous to our families and yeah. the kids um, but here it's something I do want to say. Um, I would love for you to join us. Um, I would love for you to join us online. Um, we have we have so many healing testimonies. It's it's hard to even keep up with them. Um, we have ears that are being opened, eyes that are being opened. We have cancer that's being healed. We had a woman who had part of her tongue removed because of cancer, and and the her tongue was burning because she had cancer in her tongue. Completely healed. Um, and so we've had tumors um, in, in um, women's wombs where, you know, they're newly pregnant and they found a tumor completely disappeared. We've had backs healed, legs healed. We did, I mean, just 
miraculous stuff. We've seen bones literally healed in front of us, people taking off boots. So if you, if, if you come or you're there, I'm telling you, you will get healed. Come on. It's not like if or when it's like you will get healed Amen. we see it all the time and a lot of people are getting healed during worship which yes. is that's glory so when the glory comes in the room people just get healed spontaneously um you know we're prophesying to people there's words of knowledge i mean it's just insane what's happening and it's exciting because it the is. spirit is moving so and so they can they can watch online if they're out of town yes and they can mm -hmm. they, they can go to storehousedallas.com yeah Okay, and watch online storehousedallas.com. Go check it out uh, for you out of the country, out of the state of Texas. But if you want to come in, because look, when it's a beautiful church. It's in uh it's it's really it's very intimate and very nice, and the worship's amazing. And uh, like 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 Tracy said, the healings is just incredible. And so uh great. And so now if uh if people want to get a hold of uh of you, they can go to the website and then send you an email. Yes. From the website yes yeah they can go to the info at storehousedallas.com um again they can also find me personally tracy eckert um on instagram and on facebook and yes. you can send me a message yeah or storehouse on uh storehouse dallas on facebook and instagram yeah and and when people send prayer requests i'm faithful to pray for them yes you are i mean you are in this it's it's amazing how you and John operate in the spirit, how you guys operate in the natural and in the supernatural. And I just want to encourage our listeners, if you need healing, if you need prayer, if you need financial things, whatever it is, you know, because this is where it's at. These guys are these there's a real deal and just to let everybody know here that uh tracy's book is god's end temple okay by tracy nope. eckert no nope. god's end time temple end time temple okay thank you you're welcome you can get it on amazon or you can go on my you can go on my website tracyeckert.com and you can order it there i would rather you go to my website because i have 5,000 copies in my garage <laughs> <laughs> and I will mail them to you. Even I actually have mailed uh, books to Australia. So That's awesome. That's so good. Well, Tracy, it's been a great pleasure. Uh, Stacy and I love you and John and what you guys are doing at, uh, at storehouse. And uh, it's just, it's really inspirational and it's really authentic. And it's really truly, like you said, it's family. And there's such a father and mother uh, mothering uh, covering at storehouse. And I know there's, you know, one thing station, I, uh, as we've shared with you guys, one of the things people, especially the Genzers, the millennials, the older millennials, even the younger millennials, they're seeking, they're seeking father and mother coverings. And they're, they need not only from the, 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 the supernatural, but the natural too. And so you guys do that so well. Uh, and I know your elders in there are amazing and they do it well uh too so thank you for being on here this morning this has been a long time coming and uh it all like it, it all lined up in god's perfect timing tracy so amen so god well, bless I you, love, let me hey let me just say i love nle and i love <laughs> what you guys are doing with next level and i just see the fruit of these people that are going through the next level experience and i'm telling you like i said about rocket fuel it's rocket fuel if you need rocket fuel for your life, you need to go through NLE. Hey, you people in Australia, you can need to come here to <laughs> Dallas, Texas and go through this NLE program. <laughs> your on. life will never be the same. Well, when I, you know, I, I shared this with you too this last weekend because Tracy and, and a bunch of her uh, amazing storehouse people came through Next Level Experience. And 
And look, a lot of pastors send their people through next level experience from all over and they, you know, go out there, and get, but it's not about being fixed. It's not about that. It's just about taking your life on and, 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 and transforming it to where you, your dreams are, but there's very rare. And we've had a few and Tracy's one of the rare ones and her husband, John, who actually have gone through it. They're the CEOs, they're the leaders, they're the founders of a, of a mega church. And these guys come in here and they humble themselves. And Tracy, I'm just really proud of you, the way you humbled yourself through that. And you were, you were such a catalyst for people and such a covering for many during the Next Level Experience. I'm proud of you and it was an honor. Stacy and I loved having you in there. And uh, the way you and John show up is big. <laughs> So it's great. You. Well, it was it was actually it was actually a lot of fun. I was a little terrified at first, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And you know, I love what you guys are doing there. And and one of the things I heard the Lord say while I was going through the, uh, your process is, um, it's not about how big your title is, but it's about how big your heart is. Come on. Gosh, and I think good. that 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 right there. Um, sums up in LA. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, uh, well, we're excited. This is this has been a great interview. And Tracy, we're we're gonna have to. We want to also say, you know, in the next six months, we want you back because you are a uh, a ticket, and uh, everybody wants <laughs> wants a piece of you on this. And so we're just blessed to have you here on the Next Level Podcast because Tracy Eckert, you are truly next level. Thank you. God bless you, sister. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.